You're listening to the Mind Your Home Podcast. I'm your host, Mia Danielle, and I'm here to tell you that the number one thing you can optimize to give you more energy and happiness is your environment. If you're tired of the chaotic cycle and ready to feel energized at home with more simplicity, more energy, and less clutter, then welcome to the Mind Your Home Podcast. There's a reason why some people seem to have no trouble with keeping an organized and clutter-free and chaos-free home space, while other people continuously struggle with it. It really does all come down to your beliefs. Last year, I released a video called 20 Lies That We Tell Ourselves About Clutter. Lies that if we stop believing or if we reframe, we tend to find it easier to make the changes that we want to make inside of our space. I've seen it happen time and time again. I've talked to so many different people with so many different clutter struggles and just, you know, chaotic home struggles. And it seems like no matter what their reasoning is, it all comes down to some kind of belief that they have about their space or about themselves or about their clutter. I do recommend that you check out that video because it covers a lot of the things and you might be able to identify something that you're believing about your space right now. But one thing that I didn't share in the last video is why we have these beliefs, like how it comes to be in the first place and what you can do about them. I think it's important that you actually address how to fix a problem once you identify that maybe you do have one. So that's what we're going to be talking about in today's video, starting with why. And there's only one place to start here, and that is the subconscious, because we don't choose necessarily to believe the things that we believe. We can try to choose what we believe and really work on affirmations and building positive mindsets. And, you know, a lot of breaking through these belief patterns in the first place is trying to choose what you believe. But By default, most of our beliefs were not chosen or planned beliefs. And in fact, many of them were formed by the time we were seven years old. So our subconscious is like the back part of our brain that's always just running on in the background and creating a lot of the processes that we don't need to actively be thinking about. So the best way that I've heard this described is as a giant database, and you're constantly having experiences and collecting information, and all of this is being downloaded into this database. And our brain interprets all of these connections between all of this bits of information, and that results in our perceptions and beliefs and basically our experience of the world around us. When our beliefs work against us, we call those limiting beliefs because they limit our ability to grow and develop in that area. So you gathered information and interpreted it a certain way, but just because you believe something doesn't mean that it's true. Sometimes the information itself was misinterpreted or poorly translated or unbalanced. For example, misinterpreted, we've all had areas of misunderstandings or like not being on the same page or thinking that we understood what was happening and then realizing after getting more information that we actually did not. So, I mean, like misinterpreted information just happens all the time. None of us are perfect. Sometimes the thing that we assume isn't actually the case, but we still download that information. A lot of times information is just poorly translated. 
So, you know, like I was saying earlier, most of our core beliefs are formed when we're children. The kids aren't so great at understanding subtext or context. So let's say that your mom has a busy day at work and while she's gone, you've gone and organized the house and you're just a kid. So you're not great at organizing. You threw away some things that didn't need to be thrown away, some receipts she was trying to save. But your mom has been having one of the worst days of her life. She has had terrible interactions with other people and she's coming home not in a stellar mood. So when she gets home and she can't find the receipts that she needs to have by 5 p.m. to be able to return something, she snaps at you. Your very literal child brain might interpret that as throwing things away and moving things around as bad and dangerous or I'm really bad at organizing. A seed was planted and that seed might grow into a full-blown limiting belief around organizing and clutter. Or a lot of times, more often than not, probably it's just unbalanced information. Sometimes we interpret and translate things exactly as it was intended, but we're getting too much information from one source. Another word for this is an echo chamber. This is when we send and receive the same information back and forth with the same sources, and it makes our beliefs incredibly biased. So maybe you grew up having an awesome relationship with your mom and your sisters, but maybe your banter with each other reinforced beliefs that you're all just hot messes and a little chaos is fun and necessary and being super organized is not in your blood. And you start to really build an identity level belief with having a little chaos and with not being able to be an organized person. So what do you do about them? How do you ditch these beliefs? Everybody recommends some version of these five steps to really work through some area that you're trying to grow in. In this case, getting rid of the clutter, creating a more organized and less chaotic home space. Number one is always to identify the belief. Most people never even approach this first step because they may not even consider the idea of having a limiting belief until they're actually trying to achieve a goal or to break through in some area. In this case, it may be after your fifth attempt at trying to get and keep the clutter out. What do you actually believe? Like, do you believe that it's better to have it and not need it than need it and not have it? This whole fear of the future. Do you believe that it's wasteful? to get rid of something that you're not using and give it to someone else if you're not getting back every dollar that you spend on it. If it doesn't exist in our own closet, then it's wasteful to let it go. If you say, I know, but I can't. Like, I know I'm supposed to do this, but I can't because of X, Y, and Z. That is almost always an indication of some kind of limiting belief. Number two is to find the source of that belief. So where did it come from? To overcome something, I think we need to understand it and know where it came from in the first place. And it's not about blame. You know, this isn't about blaming so-and-so for giving you this belief or passing on this uh, way of living or this habit to you. It's really just about understanding so that you can work past it. And that's actually why number three is so important, which is to find the reason for the belief. This is about identifying the reason behind the source. It allows you to approach the whole situation with a little more compassion and empathy if you try to understand where the source that you got it from was coming from in the first place. And a lot of times you might be able to identify somewhere that you misinterpreted or poorly translated in that process. Take, for example, the mom that I talked about earlier. The reason was actually because of something else that happened during her day and had nothing to do with you or directly your ability to organize. It helps to add perspective, but also infuse a little bit of truth, which is step four, 
to infuse truth. You can't just delete old information and leave this void. You always want to replace old beliefs and old information with new information that supports the belief you're trying to develop. So that could be learning from other people who motivate and inspire you. When you think that you can't and so you don't, find somebody who can and does it's really motivating and it gives you this irrefutable truth of what's possible. The best way to make your subconscious accept a new belief pattern is by constantly throwing irrefutable truths at it that contradict the old belief. So do some research, you know, find out what's possible. And what works even better is proving that you yourself are capable. You can do that just by taking baby steps, you know, just like clean out one closet or one drawer and just show that you're capable of doing it. Push through the fear and discomfort to just let go of maybe one or two items. Then wait a day or two to let it kind of sink into your subconscious and prove to yourself that the world didn't implode. You're not miserable at having let that thing go, so you can do it again. And number five is to use appropriate words. You know, I've heard it said before, like, if you want to make a change, you need to inform your mouth. Because if you continue saying the same old things, if you continue throwing out there every day that, man, I'm such a hot mess, or I'm totally not organized, uh, you're going to find it really hard to try to become somebody who is organized and who is able to let go of things. If you constantly tell yourself, I'm just too sentimental, I can't let it go, well, then you're never going to actually be able to make that change because you're just further cementing that reality. Our words not only tell the world and other people what we believe, but they really solidify those beliefs. Not to mention, it's kind of like smiling can make you happy, just the act of smiling even if you're not happy. Using positive words and an optimistic tone can actually help to change the way that you feel about things that maybe you were previously less optimistic about. Essentially, you can choose and adjust and influence your reality. As especially the reality that you're experiencing right there in your home space. By the way, all of this belief work is just one part of the holistic system that I teach in my holistic clutter-free workshop. I'll be sure to leave the link for that down in the description and I'll chat with you next week.